Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Father, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you, our shepherd and our God, the one who leads the one who leads, the one who restores our soul, who leads us in the paths of righteousness, the path of your plan, the path of your will, the path of purpose, the path that aligns with you and who you are. Thank you, Holy Father. You do it for the sake of your name. Today we want to look at this Psalm 23 and focus on he leads me. We find that he leads me in verse 2. We find that he leads me in verse 3. And the leading in verse 2 is it says, he makes me to lie down. He's the one in charge. He's the one in control. He's the one who makes us to lie down where the pastures are green. And he's the one who takes us by hand, who leads us. And we follow to where the waters are still and there our soul is restored. Father, we thank you for divine direction. For wherever there is divine direction, there is a commanded provision. Where your spirit leads us, where you divinely direct whatever that location, no matter how it looks, Father, thank you for you have already prepared, commanded the pastures, commanded, O oh God, the waters to be still. Thank you, Holy Father. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Teacher, comforter, friend, one who hears the mind of the Father, the one who reveals the mind of the Father. Have your way today, Holy Father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring so much. Thank you for shedding your love abroad. Thank you for the family of God. Thank you for protection, preservation. Thank you for faith and hope this expectation that shall not make a shift. Thank you for making us instruments in this season, light in this season. Thank you for teaching us wisdom. Thank you for showing us mysteries to the praise and the glory of your name. Thank you for dominion, fruitfulness, and multiplication. For that's what you have commanded, who you have commanded us to be. Blessed be your name, in Jesus' name. So having read that Psalm 23, Remember that we had looked at Psalm 42, verse 8, where it's written, Yet he will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and he will give us a song in the night. He's the one who commands his loving kindness. He commands it. He commands, and it is done. So wherever God commands, no power can resist it. It's already been released by the dominion and the authority of the one who is the commander-in-chief of the entire universe. 
So also, wherever he leads us, it means that there is already a commanded pasture. He already knows he has put it there. He has already spoken it into existence. And so when he divinely leads us there, he's not leading us to go and make us stranded. He's not leading us in hope. And then we get there and we are stranded. He who led us already knew what he would do in that place. So we can look at in the Bible and see where God leads by directing, by speaking, by commanding. And when we follow in obedience as the sheep, because remember when we said in that Psalm 23, started by saying, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. The shepherd is the one who leads the sheep. And it's when the sheep follows, the sheep who is the most stupid animal, so to speak on it, you can't see far, does not know left from right. So just follows, follows the shepherd. The sheep does not know where the pasture is. The sheep will not know where the green, the still waters are, where the water is. So by, by following, submitting and following that divine instruction, that divine direction, that leading, that is where the soul is restored. Because it will come to that still water, it will come to that green pasture. So Father, we thank you that you are our shepherd. Especially in this season, especially in this season, where the voice of leadership of men seem to be muffled, where everybody themselves, they are confused, and where every man has to look up for divine direction. So the assurance that we are having today is that if we allow God to lead us, if we tune our spirit and we hear and we obey, if we are one, submitting and truly Desperately asking the Holy Spirit to lead us. Where do we go? What do we do? How do we do it in this season? Even if it's a wilderness. Even if it looks like a desert. Even if situation looks contrary. Our enterprise will not suffer. If it is God who is directing us. It happened in the time past. It's going to happen in this season. In Jesus name. So if we look at Genesis chapter 26. We see where he said there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the land in the days of Abraham. I'm reading Genesis 26 verse 1. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Jera. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in this land of which I shall tell you. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. Father, we thank you. Bless you and bless your descendants. I will give this land. I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Jerah. And the men of the place asked about, you know, we are not going to go there. We see that Isaac dwelt there. And the Bible says in 12, 
Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Amen. First, we see that Abraham obeyed God and was blessed, divinely directed by God. And now we see his descendant, Isaac, who faced famine, severe famine, the same famine that was in the times of his father. And he was making arrangement to go back to Egypt. Because by his own human reasoning, Egypt would be better than where he was. But the God of his father appeared to him, interrupted his reasoning, interrupted his plan. Why? Because there was a relationship because of Abraham. There was a link. Because there was a blessing in the future. And only God knew the location of the blessing. Because he's the blesser. He's the commander. He said, don't leave this land. But the land was contrary. There was drought in the land. There was famine in the land. By every calculation, you know where they say SWOT, S, capital S, capital W, capital O, capital T, where we, you know, businessmen and women sit down, what is the strength, you know, what's the weakness, you know, they evaluate and all that, and they take decisions. Yes, it's all well and good. But in this very season, the persons who will really prosper will be the ones who are di divinely directed. Because so many things have failed. Look at oil has failed. So agriculture, look at agriculture has failed. See surplus is being destroyed. Farmers not finding markets. See airlines. So this is that season where it's not I will rise and I will do as I have thought and I'm pleased. This is that season of what is the Lord saying? Where should I go? Where is the blessing? Where is that prosperity that he promised me? He's the shepherd. He knows the pasture. So the Bible records here that because Isaac obeyed, he said, Isaac sowed in that land. Which land? The land that was, you know, that was, that was destroyed by famine. The land that were, where there was drought. The land where men were running away. That same land. So how did he become prosperous? How did he become very prosperous? Because God had commanded the provision. God commanded the water that will irrigate the land. God commanded it. The pastures were already there. God commanded it. And because he followed the leadings of God, he found his blessings. We can also see it in the case of First Kings. You know the story of Elijah. We see Elijah in the times of serious drought very serious drought and we see that God now after God had led him to the brook that brook Jerith is God himself who led him to that brook and commanded the reverence there to bring him food to bring him bread in the morning and meat in the evening and then he drank from the water and then it happened that that water dried up like we are looking now, it's like everything has dried up. And the same God, he said, now the word of the Lord came to him saying, 
arise, go to Zarephath, go to a location, a certain location, and then goes on to say, which belongs to Sidon. So you don't make a mistake in case there were three, four, you know, land called Zarephath. He said that particular one that belongs to Sidon. He said, see, I have commanded a widow, not anybody, not anybody else. I didn't command that businessman. I didn't command that uh, estate valuer. Who did I command? A particular person, a specific person. So this is specific instruction to a specific location, a specific location within a specific place. There you will find this widow. I have commanded her to provide for you. Oh my God. So in this season, this is a season of specificity. It's not season of generalized, I run here, I run there, I run, no. There's no surplus to run here and there. Any investment has to come with divine provision for children of God. That is the ace that we carry. That is the, that is the joker that we have. The Holy Spirit, the one that has the hidden wisdom, the one that knows where the commanded blessings are, the commanded provisions, the one that knows whose heart God has already turned and commanded to be of a blessing to us, the one that knows where the water brooks are, the one that knows where the water brook has already dried, so no need to go there, the one that knows that I did not put any revenue here, so when you go, bread will not come in the morning, there will not be meat in the night. The one that says, okay, go. Now we see Elijah. And if you if we read down, now Elijah obediently, in obedience, that is what is demanded of us now. Here, rise in obedience. Go in that very direction. No distraction. There is no surplus to be distracted. Now God wants to show himself mighty. That they who put their trust in him, <laughs> they are the ones, like the Isaac, like the Abrahams, like the Elijahs, who will find where the blessing is, where the pasture, because it's the one leading to the green pasture. So we see here, Elijah gets there. And Elijah finds this woman outside at the gate of the city. Indeed, she was a widow. That is box number one stroke. But what was she doing? She was gathering sticks. And when Elijah says, bring me, a, bring me a little water in the cup that I may drink. And she was going to get it. Elijah now, in obedience to God, said, bring me bread. After all, God commanded that you will take care of me and provide me bread. So please bring bread. <laughs> but look at the answer. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bean and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Oh my God, did God make a mistake? Does this look like green pasture? Does this look like still waters? This is contrary. But remember in the case of Isaac, it was famine, it was drought. He said, stay there. And here we see contradiction. This woman is not prepared to provide. Because she does not even have to eat herself. And Elijah insisted, he said, don't fear, go. Do as you have said, but make me a small cake first. Oh my God. I wonder if it was me 
whether I would not have looked at this man and said, are you for real? Prophet, you should know there's a minor in this house and that we must pay attention first to minors. But he added, thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day that the Lord sends rain on this land. Father, we worship you because you are the all-sufficient God. Father, we worship you because you are the owner of the possessor of the deep. You own the earth and the provisions of the earth. Mm. The provision is in your word. The provision is in your mouth. The salvation is in your word. And once you have commanded, mm. once you have divinely directed, it is just for us to be trusting you. Your word is the power to generate the provision. Your word is the power to generate the irrigation, the water to, to make the land fertile. Your word is the power to generate the fruitfulness wherever we stand. When we have your word, we are the carriers of the fruitfulness. When we have your word, we go to the location that you have found, that you have stated. Jehovah, in that location, your word already went before us. So we, standing as your instrument, and the location you have sent us to, Jehovah God, all we need to do is to be still. We see your salvation. Elijah saw the salvation of God right here. Because right here, the woman in obedience as well, you see the woman. And also for the woman, anytime I read this story, I always ask myself, did God command Elijah to go there for the sake of the widow, to bless the widow? Because her provision had finished. Or did God command Elijah there for the sake of Elijah, for the widow to bless Elijah? Can you imagine? It turned out God commanded Elijah. The, the, the commonality in this, the two, is obedience. Elijah obeyed, the woman obeyed. And the word of God found free course. Father, we thank you. The location will obey God, and we will obey God. Father, we thank you. Say, he leads us into green pastures. He's the one who located the green pasture. He's the one who's given us divine direction to follow. So what triggers the provision in the green pasture that is already there? What triggers the blessing, the prosperity, is the word and our obedience. So, Father, we thank you and we worship you this morning. So, the Bible now records that when the woman did according to what Elijah said, the bean of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word. See, according to the word. Father, we thank you for the word. For the word is the command. When you say, I have commanded, it's simply saying, I have sent my word. My word has left my mouth concerning that situation. Father, help us. Our prayer today <clears throat> is, Father, help us to obey. First, to be sensitive. Incline our ears to hear. <clears throat> and to be obedient to the word. So we worship you this morning. We magnify you, Holy Father. <clears throat> we bless your name, eternal rock of ages. That you have tuned us up to know that in this season, it is the commanded blessings. Blessings commanded. You have already commanded the land. 
you have already commanded the location. You have already turned the hearts of kings because in your hand is like river flowing. Help us. So it is in us to be, to, to, to steal ourselves, to hear you. For even in this season, O oh Lord, it is where the green pasture is. It is it's where the green pasture is, is where your word is. And all we need is to hear your word that will direct us. So we pray, Lord. This is our prayer today. Thank you, Father. We can also see Peter. He told all night, caught nothing. And that lake, when Jesus used his boat, we know that story. And after he had listened to the word, he heard Jesus say, cast your net down into the deep. What did Peter say? He said, I told all night I caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word. Nevertheless, in spite of the contradictions, at your word. And then when he now did in obedience, cast his net, the fish that he could not find, the Bible says, mighty God, his net broke. What happened? The word of God, the power in the word is the command. The fish had the command and all of them came in the direction of the net and all of them submitted to the net, submitted to the word. So in this season, God owns the heavens and the earth. He owns all manners of business, all manners of enterprises. There's nothing that is here that is here with, that was not made by the word of God. The hearts of kings in control. So every child of God that stands and says, Father, what do I do now? God will speak. Father, where do I go now? Father, what, how do I begin now? What do I do? Things are being cut down. Offices are being shut down. Look. It happened in the times of Isaac. There was famine in the land, and that was not even the first famine. It happened to Peter, told all night there was no fish anywhere to come into his net. It happened to Elijah, the prophet. There was drought, the drought that he himself called down. He said there was no rain. He was himself affected. So every child of God being on, the, in, on this earth, in this globe, is going to be affected by this, but there is a difference. Every way may be affected, but what we carry is the difference. The word that we hear is the difference. Who gives the command is the difference. If we choose to obey, we see a difference. When he say, be still and know that I am God, that is going to be the difference. So Father, we are worshiping you. We are worshiping you for who you have made us to be, for this relationship, for these times. We thank you, Lord our shepherd. That is why the Bible says, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. We shall not want for direction. We shall not want for how to do what we need to do. What to do. We shall not want. It makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. Father, thank you. Thank you for being our shepherd. We submit as sheep. Thank you for all that you have already commanded. Provisions you have already commanded. Provision locations you have already assigned. Guide us into those places. 
Magnify yourself, the God of Isaac, in these times, oh God. Help our people. Help your people. Help our family. Help our children. Help us wherever we turn. Let there be a distinction, oh God. Let your mercy be seen upon your people. Let there be prosperity, even in these times, as you did for Isaac, as you did for Peter, as you did for Elijah, as you did for the widow of Zarephath. You are able to turn around. You are able to multiply. You are able to replenish. You are able to bring dominion. Father, we thank you. This is our prayer. Because we have heard this word, we have received this as a portion. Have your way, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen.